Hi, I'm Randy Shandabel, and you're listening to This Golden State, a podcast about all things California, especially news and politics. This week, I'm stealing a line from the Firesign Theater, a 1960s Los Angeles comedy troupe. We're all bozos on this bus. I've been a bozo. Most everybody's been a bozo. Wrong about who would be nominated for president. Wrong about who wouldn't be nominated. Wrong about Donald Trump, the Republicans' presumptive nominee. And wrong about the Democrats' Bernie Sanders, who's still hanging on. Bernie Sanders has no chance at all. Americans aren't going to vote for a socialist. Take a listen to some of the most quartered and respected political journalists, analysts, consultants, pollsters and so-called pundits from earlier this year and late last year. I will support the Republican nominee. I don't think that's going to be Donald Trump. Trump will flame out. I will eat my right hand if Donald Trump is a Republican nominee. The words that most frequently came to mind about Donald Trump were idiot and its synonyms jerk, stupid, dumb, followed by arrogant, then crazy, nuts, and buffoon, clown, comical, and joke in that order. He's a long shot. A long shot. I don't think he's going to be taken too credibly. Bernie Sanders is a socialist, for God's sake. A thick Brooklyn accent. He's 73 years old. He looks 91. He's a little crusty. He's alone, isn't he? One name. Who's the most likely next president of the United States? Jeb Bush. Oh, can't disagree. So what happened? Conventional wisdom, not so wise after all. How did the so-called boys on the bus morph into bozos on the bus? If it were just the establishment media that missed what was going on, well, lots of people mistrust the media. But even people behind the scenes got it wrong, including wealthy donors pouring hundreds of millions of dollars into campaigns that failed long ago. A year ago, you would have told me the nominees were going to be... Uh, Marco Rubio or Jeb Bush. Republican political consultant Rob Stutzman was one of the leaders of California's Stop Trump movement. Conventional wisdom is, is deadly in politics. It often is very wrong. I can remember eight years ago, two of the best journalists in uh, the United States wrote a front page Washington Post story talking about Rudy Giuliani and Hillary Clinton being the nominees, that it was over. It was over. And of course, you know, Bar Barack Obama went on to be the nominee and so John McCain. So uh, conventional wisdom is awfully, or is often uh, deadly. Um, I think smart front runners know that when the conventional wisdom has them out front, that's when they should be most nervous. Former state Senator Jim Brulte is chairman of the California Republican Party. He says the media, analysts, consultants, and donors missed the anger on the right and the anger on the left because they're so busy talking to themselves. Uh, you get enough people in the same profession spending all of their time talking to themselves, and they can really miss what's going on in the real world. Sometimes the media, which is very East Coast-centered, primarily in two cities, two major cities, misses what's really going on in most of the rest of America. Doug Sovereign covers politics for KCBS Radio. I think that is very true, that people, it's a, an echo chamber and everyone's in their own. The Republicans and conservatives are in their echo chamber and the Democrats are in theirs and the media are in theirs. They all talk to the same people. Uh, and they don't have a sense of what people really want and really think. There's so much voter anger out there. USC public policy professor Sherry Bebich Jeffy provides political analysis for NBC stations in Los Angeles. 
She says mainstream journalists have been slow to realize that lots of people are tuning them out and getting information elsewhere. We can communicate more widely, more visibly, with more people, get our views out without the filter of the media, through social media and the internet. I mean, everybody is a political reporter today. As for Bernie Sanders being dismissed as a socialist, well, Ben Tolchin, a San Francisco-based pollster who's been conducting surveys for the Sanders campaign, says because consultants and journalists are so ensconced in their echo chambers, they haven't clued into the fact that many younger people don't consider it a dirty word. For eight years now, Republicans have put down President Obama, calling him a socialist. So the words lost its sting. A lot of voters say, well, Obama's a socialist. You know, how bad is a socialist, right? Because there are a lot of Democrats and left-leaning independents who support Obama. Um, and then two, I mean, anyone under 50, um, you know, has no real historical connection to the Cold War. So that term socialist wasn't uh, as impactful for younger voters. In three, if you're under 30, you're a millennial, and your experience with capitalism has been very negative, quite frankly. You've gone through two great recessions, you know, two recessions, one great recession. You have a lot of college, a lot of millennials have a lot of college debt. Their job prospects are, are mediocre at best, uh, you know, and they're facing a future where they may be the first generation that may not be as well off as their parents. It sounds like you're saying for some people under 30, capitalism might be a dirtier word than socialism. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, to some degree, and I know there's a, Har a recent Harvard poll that found that, that capitalism was, was, was no more popular than, than socialism as, as a term. Lessons from all this? Well, the consensus seems to be that reporters, consultants, and analysts should listen to each other less and open their ears to others. You can find This Golden State on SoundCloud or iTunes. Just look up This Golden State or try my name, Randy Shandeville. If you like us, write a review on iTunes and please subscribe. Thanks for listening.